Hey, hi, hello, welcome to Monday night two point conversion with me, Gladys L. Tyler, and Jay. Hello, Jay. How are you? Everybody, how's everybody doing? It's Monday um, night, it's, rainy it's, Monday in LA. We got yeah. snow out of yeah. nowhere. What is this? You have snow? We got snow in some parts of LA. My brother lives in Ontario. They got snow out there. I'm talking like snow too, like not just like dirty that's, ice that's water awesome. rain. Like it was <laughs> fluffy snow. Are you guys used to snow? Did everything no. close down? Oh no. That yeah, everything's crazy. like, what is going on? You know, if it, it in LA it rains for like three days and they're like storm watch 2023. <laughs> that's awesome. We're watching the news and they're getting like rare blizzard warnings, and I'm like, <laughs> lay here. That's awesome. Um, well, I'm in Colorado and it's like 59 degrees right now, so we don't have the storms, but it's cool. I don't, I like the snow, I just don't like the snow when it's with the cold. Like, I can take the snow and I can take the cold, but not together. Like, negative one i think is a ridiculous temperature that people that mm. we have and i hate it so anyway anyway moving along we have a really really interesting interesting conversations going on tonight but before we do that i want to welcome everyone who is listening if you are listening on twitter and you want to join in the conversation i don't think that i can get your twit your your messages on twitter you would have to go to like facebook or youtube to yeah, to, to join in, but um, please join in if you feel so inclined. And for those of you who like to bet, which is, I'm guessing, everyone who's listening, um, go to Underdog, go GF2, promo. You can bet on NFL, NHL, uh, PGA, or NBA. And uh, it's $100 match. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. You can do play pick'em unless you're in Colorado and you can't. <laughs> And you can play best ball, but you know I'm starting to starting to like best ball, so let's do it. Um, so today, uh, lovely and grown up Jay with the with the tie on has um, picked the topics, and our two topics are going to be uh, Gino Ariema and uh, his talking and Brandon Miller. But we're going to start with Gino. So Jay, do you want to start? Yeah. So I'm asking the question is. Uh... Does, does Mr. Gino have a little bit of a case of a sour grapes here? Or does he have a legitimate point when he's uh, criticizing the South Carolina basketball team? Now, I know, like, when a team is that good, we love to hate on teams <laughs> that are that good. Oh, Mr. Gino looking into a mirror now, huh? <laughs> so he comes out, if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't, you know, heard the quote and, and he's, he's defending his, uh, he's defending his team, right? He's defending his player. Uh, what's, what's her name? Lou, uh, Sonichi. What's her yeah. name? I, okay. Uh, big girl, right? And, uh, so she, she gets the big girl. girl treatment, right? Um, she gets <laughs> pretty much on every play, um, about every big man, uh, or woman and in the sport of basketball. So Gino comes out. And he's critical. Uh, he's critical of how South Carolina plays. He's critical of how the SEC plays, uh, really. And he comes out and says that, you know, this is not basketball. It's just appalling. You know, this is not even basketball anymore. So I want to hear what you have to say about that, because I ain't got my feelings about that one already. <laughs> okay, here's what I think. I think that Gino has been on the top for so long. Like UConn has been the epitome of basketball. It's what everyone talks about when they talk about women's basketball. It's what everyone, all the little girls want to be. It's who all the little girls want to go to. And that's not the case anymore. Don Staley has taken South Carolina to the peak. Gino is no longer on the peak. And yeah, I think the SEC does play a little more physical than a lot of the other divisions. But for him to say, for him to criticize now and then for come out and say oh i i was saying this when tarasi was playing is bullshit <laughs> like tarasi exactly tarasi was like uh yeah she was she was pretty physical she was a pretty physical still is a pretty physical still is, player yeah. yeah still is a pretty physical player so i think it's um I, I i think it's a bad look for gino i think it i don't think he cares but i think it's a bad look hey jamie 
I think um, it's sour grapes. You know, we're no longer on top. Um, I can't compete with how they're playing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make waves. I'm gonna complain and and say that it's not basketball anymore. I don't know what this is. That's fucking bullshit. What do you mean you don't know? It's basketball. It's basketball as the SEC has always played. The SEC has always played a physical type of basketball. It's just that his girls were bigger and made it. And they were now more they're talented. Yeah. He's always had he's always had the most talent, right? And so um yeah, the SEC he's always played physical. Um, they play physical in the men's division of the SEC um, as well. It's just something about that conference. Even when we talk about football, um, yeah. they're going to be uh, they're going to play a physical brand of whatever sport you know that they're playing. But Gino, cut it out, man. Cut it out. You <laughs> had your run. I mean, what UConn had that record where they were like uh, what they were like a hundred and how many? It was games? ridiculous. You didn't even want to watch UConn play. I mean, they weren't even. And it wasn't even that they were winning by close margins when Gino. No, they were like the dream team. Yeah. They were beating people by like 50. Drums. They were beating them like drums. And now it's like, uh, well, I'm getting beat like a drum, so it can't be fair. Yeah. And, and, I, and I like and I like Don's clapback to him, right? Where she comes back and she's like, what are you talking about? She was like, she was like, mind I remind you that, you know, this brand of basketball, we've won two championships. Uh, we've beaten you. <laughs> and we're going to continue to play this way. But I, I like how she comes back because it was a dig, right? And she she's like, you're trying to call us something less than what we are, which is a fully locked in team. Yeah. Right. And so when you talk about it from, from that perspective of what South Carolina is doing, Gino, you got to sit back and watch because this is literally what you did to uh, women's basketball for a reign of, what, 10 years. Yeah. I, I think – I, I I admire Staley. I admire her poise. I admire Staley's poise. Even when they weren't as good as they were, she still had that poise, you know, and, and for her to not go off the rails on him, because I think it was fully, um, it would have been fully validated had she done it because it was a personal dig. He tried to make it sound like afterwards that, oh no, I'm talking about, but you said it after a game in which you got beaten by South Carolina, who plays physical, it was a personal dig. It wasn't like, oh, I say it after every game, blah, blah, blah. So the I admire her poise coming back on that. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's, it's a little bit calculated, right? You know, Geno's pulling their straws here. UConn's kind of falling. Um, they fell five. I think they fell down five or six. Um, they're down nine on, right now. They're, they're down nine. to nine. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've had a couple of tough losses, you know, there. And uh, so – you know, we're approaching tournament time, so it's like, well, if we can't beat them, let's see if we can kind of get in their heads a little bit. I think that that was the the tactic uh, that he tried to use, and I think he just uh, made himself just sound um, just really unbecoming and petty of yeah. what he's built over his career. It, it does, and it takes away something from what his girls are doing now because, I'm, I'm sorry, you're nine and, and you're crying. You're the ninth best team in the country. It's not like, you know, it's not like their L men's team now who, you know, used to be on the pinnacle and now can't beat anyone to save their life. So, I mean, I, I just think it makes them sound petty. It's not a good look for Gino. It's not a good look for UConn's women's basketball. And, and it hurts. And I think that it hurts uh, just women's college basketball in general, where you have you know, one of the most well, probably one of the most well-respected um, college basketball coaches out there and now you have your your young the future of women's basketball um and and don staley and and what she's doing um and just kind of establishing her program and just bringing just you know along with it i think that that's a time gino has to know man let me let me go ahead even though we're competitors let me show don staley the respect that um that she deserves um, not that it matters much for South Carolina because they're going to continue um, <laughs> taking people. numbers. You know, you don't go and give teams like South Carolina the uh, bulletin material, and that's what he just did. So I think that one's going to backfire tremendously on him. And since we're talking about credibility in basketball and collegiate basketball, let's talk about Alabama and Brandon Miller. Oh my goodness! Um, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Let's not. Okay, we're gonna we'll talk about. 
Alabama and Brandon Miller. But let's not forget that at the core of this is Jamia Harris, who yes. was 23 years old and had a five-year-old son and now no longer has any of that. She has no life and she's left a five-year-old son to, without a mother or Harris has left a five-year-old son without a mother. So Brandon Miller. What a tragic, uh, tragic story. All right, Gladys, appreciate yeah. you, you know, um, the late, you know, we want to definitely give respect to, you know, the seats that are there, but I, the question is right there, the controversy is should Brandon Miller be playing? Um, and, and for those of you guys who, uh, or people watching, if you, if you've lived under a rock or don't really follow uh, college sports like this, um, Brandon Miller, arguably one of the top, what will we say top two or three players in the, in, in the nation, freshman phenom, um, Alabama, they're, they're number two in the nation. They're, they're rolling. Um, and, gets into a situation where what is he 18 is he 19 or 18 i don't i don't I know think he's 19 years old 19 years old makes a, a a 19 year old decision where you're just kind of like what are you thinking or are you thinking so um he drives his then teammate darius miles after a game to like this uh bar sports sports bar whatever it was restaurant slash thing and Says so like, man, this line's too long. I'm not waiting this line. And goes back home. He's hanging out at the restaurant, whatever. And he gets a text message several hours later, and it's his boy Darius, who's his teammate at the time. And he's like, "Hey, man, I need you to to bring me my joint." <laughs> and he was referring to his gun. And so he brings him back. He brings the gun back to him. And then as, as he gets there, there's like this altercation that's going on. And the teammate, Darius Miles, hands it to another person. Um, Michael was his name, Michael Davis, who actually Davis. is the one that, yeah, he's the one that actually pulls the trigger um, and, uh, you know, ultimately killing Jamia Harris there. And it's so one of those stories where it's, I don't even want to call it interesting as much as it's just bizarre, right? Because this happened on in, in the middle of January. So he's played several games um, mm -hmm. with that, but it became public knowledge the day before the game where they played against South Carolina, ironically, who we were just talking about, um, you know, South Carolina there. And there's all of this hoopla and talk about whether or not he should play. Um, and originally my stand was, well, He's innocent until proven guilty. Um, he shouldn't play. They didn't file any charges on him. But optically, right, when we talk about the perspectives of it, it looks bad. It looks bad on the optics from just being not being making sure we're not being tone deaf to the situation. You have a family that just lost everything on one side of it. Right. And then you have this kid who um, looks like to people who may not know that story, looks like he's getting the superstar treatment. Right. If he's not Brandon Miller, um, is this a situation where he's still allowed to play? They probably make an example out of him if he averaged two points a game. Right. So originally thought he should play. But then on Saturday and this is the part that got me, I was like, dude, you don't get it. Like he comes. So they have the home game against Arkansas and in the pre-going, he does this little pat down routine. And. Right then and there, I'm like, okay, that you're done. If I if I was a coach, if I was Alabama's athletic director, he'd be done at this point in time for me after that. So what's up, Gator? Um, all right. So all right. Alabama's law, legally, unless they can prove that Miller knew what the gun was going to be used for, that the gun was going to be used in a criminal capacity they can't charge him criminally for what he did right so the gun was in the back seat because miles had left it in the back seat for whatever reason he calls him and bring me my joint which everyone knew everyone who read the transcript knew what he was talking about he drives back to do what the guy asked now the question is Okay, he, they're not going to charge him criminally because there's no way they can prove, there's no way you can prove intent. There's no way you can prove that he knew the intent of either Davis or the Miles kid, right? He just he just bought the gun back. But what he did 
without a doubt was reckless. It was negligent. It was stupid. And I, I'm sorry, I, kids are like taken off teams for a lot less than that. They're, they're not correct. If Alabama, if Miller, like you said, if Miller wasn't averaging 18 points a game, if he wasn't shooting 43% from the three point line, if he wasn't this night, um, this star recruit, who's probably like a lottery pick in this year's draft, he wouldn't be playing. There'd be no doubt that he would not be playing on the team, that they would have pulled him from the team and that he would not be allowed to play. The fact that he's playing doesn't not only looks bad for Bama and for their coach, but it looks bad for this kid. Like it, this is going to linger with him for as long as he plays. Right. Like there's, there's nowhere. If he plays in the tournament, if he plays in the NCAA tournament, every team that he plays against, their fans are going to know who this kid is, and he's going to get heckled the whole time. Which isn't like the worst thing that happened. The worst thing that happened is Jamia Harris lost her life because he decides to bring a gun back when his friends ask way after drinking. I mean, he had to know that the guy was drunk, or you had to know that the guy had been drinking. I mean, I, I'm sorry if I'm making a call to someone, especially. And when I was a freshman in college and telling them to come pick me up, they knew that I was drunk. They knew that I'd been drinking. There's no other explanation for it. The fact that he's still playing is a travesty to the college system, to the NCAA college system. It's a travesty to Alabama. And it's a travesty to this kid. And the pat down thing was ridiculous. I mean, I don't care if he's been doing it all season long. You've got to know, kid. You have got to know. this isn't, this is not okay. And he did like, after the coach, the coach's explanation was, oh, I don't see the introductions. I'm working on a game plan, which is fine. Maybe you don't, but you have a whole bunch of people. You're not coach K. You're not <laughs> coach K out there. You're, you're, you're enjoying the moment. You have a nationally ranked team. You're number two in the nation. You see what these guys are doing in the warmups. I used to coach. <laughs> we see, we know what's going on. You're participating in it. You just you're coming back home. You just got booed off oh. of the court um, in the previous game. And now you're back. You know, like just, it, it, it matches that tone-deaf response matches his previous tone-deaf response of, well, you can't control what kids do after practice just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Somebody needs to just help this guy just to <laughs> shut up because the the holes that, that you're digging yourself, you just sound absolutely clueless. And it's, Gladys and I were kind of talking before we came on um, just a little bit about how it's apparent that Coach Oates is just not used to these kind of bright lights, um, having a nationally prominent team, having probably the player of the year, you know, on, on his roster and all of the fanfare that comes with that. I mean, this is something when you you think about the, the center of the universe for Alabama University, we're talking about what what Nick Saban yeah. is doing. Right. And now we're, we're here. We're talking about Alabama basketball. And and to your point, Gladys, it's so bad for for even the kid, because. There are a lot of people out there now who now know who Brandon Miller is right. because of this, not because of how sensational of a basketball player. That's um, that how I is. know who he is. And like, I didn't know, you know, who, I mean, I'd heard the name, but I had no idea who he was until that came out after the, the what, the pretrial hearing where he was. And I'm yeah. like, that kind of sucks. Surely he's not going to play. And sure enough, what, that was the game he had like what 41 points or something. Yeah, yeah, 41. I mean, it was he was incredible. He 41. So first of all, they needed every they needed him in that game, um, which was kind of a testimony to the distraction of where Alabama was at um in that game because I mean they should have blown South Carolina off the floor. Um, you know, Miller had 41, you know, 52 percent. He 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 accounted for 52 percent. Of, of their whole points, uh, 14 of 25. I mean, the guy was out there just bawling his, his brains out. And, um, and then the coach, I think the coaches, the, after that game, the coach said, yeah, he is the most mentally tough player I've ever had. And sometimes when things happen, um, something to the effect of the players use basketball as their refuge, as their refuge, refuge. And, you know, he, the focus becomes that. 
And that's wrong because the focus shouldn't be that. There's someone dead. You, right. And what and and yeah. it involved one of your players. It involved two of your players. One of them, like, adjacent. Ooh. Like, one of them will have to stand trial. The other one, Miller, is getting off. But these are two of your players. That has to say something about the system that you have them in. It just has to. I mean, I don't – you don't want to – you don't want to make everyone bad because there's one bad thing happens. But when a coach comes out and says, oh, I didn't know they do the pat down on the pregame. And, oh, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong with that particular system. The fact that they, they're they trying to make excuses why they're letting him play. Well, he wasn't criminally liable. But you know he was reckless. You know he was negligent. You know he was stupid. You know he bought a gun, and that gun was used to kill someone. I, yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, and it's just it's on the other side of that coin, right? When this is where this is why this is such a complex issue because he's nineteen. I mean, we talked about man the the knucklehead <laughs> stuff you know that I did when I was nineteen. Just the decision making. So there's probably a degree of you know fear there, right? Because now, whether Brandon Miller likes it or not, once he gets that text message, he now knows that there is a right. gun in his car, right? So it ain't my gun. So how do I explain that to the police if I happen to get pulled over? Hey, you know what's this? What do you mean, officer? Uh, yeah, you have a you know a gun right here. You're sitting in you know in the in the pocket of this sweater. That's well, it's not mine. Is the car yours? Yeah. That's not flying in Tuscaloosa, no. Alabama yeah. um, for a young black male who has the world at his fingertips. That's not going to fly. So there's that part of it. And then there's the part of, okay, well, you just make the decision. You don't even question. Hey, man, if this is your friend, if this is someone who's on your teammate, your friend, you're clear, you're sober-minded, supposedly, right? You know he's been drinking. You know, man, he's probably in a bad situation. I'm having that conversation. I'm having that conversation why? of like your gun. What? Why? What do you need that for? No, man. I, I'm. Uh, no, man. We're not going to do that. Let, let's let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. What's going on here? Um, for somebody that's supposed to be wise behind his years and and a leader on the floor. No, that's just that's just being blinded by talent, which we so often do. Right? We allow talent to just completely blind us to you know point out in, in his heart right because legally what exactly is uh, miller culpable for criminally nothing in in alabama alabama right? which is ridiculous there are some people that are saying he could be you know considered like an, ex an accessory um you know you know an, an accomplice in in some kind of way so he's just a question yeah. is gator j so it's just a question about all this. At some point, with all the BS in the world right now, how does this happen? Um, nineteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old kid who does not think. So it's. I mean, I, so you got a lot of things. You got a lot of reasons why I think that it happened. Why? Why the situation itself should not have happened, right? But when we're talking about Alabama. Right. So you got a basketball program that's not used to um, being an elite program. Right. And they have a chance to legitimately win a national championship this year. They have probably the player of the year in Brendan Miller. He's going to be a lottery pick, you know, probably the number one overall pick, depending on who gets the number one pick. So there's there's that aura of we're going to turn a blind eye because this kid is just simply <laughs> special. And we can hide behind. We don't have all of the we don't know everything but we know enough that we feel good that you know that he didn't do this that he didn't know about it man look ain't nobody leaving nothing in my car and, and me not know about it i don't buy that for one second I, I don't buy that he didn't he didn't see it back there i don't buy it i don't well buy it. is they're not saying that are they because when the guy said yeah, they said they said that he he did not real. His lawyers said he didn't even know it was there. He never handled. Okay, the gun. so when he was text to bring it to them, what did he think he was bringing to them? See, I there's like 
I, I mean, like, I don't know what the kid was thinking, so I, I can't honestly say, and I, and I honestly don't know his intent, but he knew the gun was there. I mean, to sit, the guy asked him to bring it and he, and he brought it. Um, I just, there's just, it was just so, I mean, they're lucky that, cause from what I understand, um, after Davis shot into the car, the guy returned fire. That could, that could have been returned like fire, yeah. a whole nother situation. Like after people coming out of the bar, innocent people like getting shot. And that was just so much recklessness right there. And it was caused because this one kid bought a gun when someone asked him to. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's not yeah. like, no, nah, man, I'm asleep. You know, I, I can't bring the gun. Or if whatever, if he didn't want to punk out in front of his friends, don't answer the text. You know, yeah. there's like so many yeah. avenues out of that that he didn't take. And you t- you t- and you just highlighted the best avenue, right? Like, man, if if I don't bring him that gun, what is he going to do? Okay, what's the worst going to happen? He's going to get into a yeah. fist fight or something like that. I mean, you know, so you put so Brandon Miller put himself and his family and everything that's in front of him at risk. I mean, it kind of reminds me of just even what I was talking about with John Morant um, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago or so, where um, he's with his guys after they had the game against the Indiana mm-hmm. Pacers. And he gets in this SUV and they point a laser at the uh, they point a laser at the security for the Indiana Pacers. And these guys are like, man, we don't know what that is. What? They point a laser yeah. at the security. Yeah. And so, you know, Shannon, I love yeah. Shannon Sharp. He's funny, right? Because he was going in on Ja. He was like, Ja, you're not hard. <laughs> you're not a gangster. Stop acting like that. Like, why do these guys feel like they need to maintain street oh. cred? When everybody that's that has a street cred, they want exactly. to be Brandon Miller. Exactly. And why the kid, why either of the parties had a gun is because the gun laws in Alabama are so lax. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, I don't think that. So to clarify, though, Miller doesn't have a gun. First lawyers, he doesn't have a gun. He's never owned a gun, um, and it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Miles's gun. Um, it was the kid Miles's gun. He was. Apparently Miller took him to the place in the backseat. Miles left the gun in the backseat of the car. So the gun's been in the backseat the whole time. Miles doesn't have the gun with him while he's at the bar. Gets into an argument with this girl and her boyfriend or whatever and texts Miller to bring him his joint, which is the gun. And Miller does so. So right then starts Miller's culpability as far as I'm concerned. Because Miller could have said, yeah, I agree. He could have not said anything and just not gone. You know, the fact that you, Miller, was like, okay, you know, and he brings the gun to it. Someone he obviously had to know was drunk. He obviously had to know was drinking. He obviously had to know was, you know, not in the right set of mind to ask for it. If he's asking for a gun, you have to know. There's no there was already something brewing, and there was already something brewing with Darius Miles anyway, right? Because he didn't play like he was already listed as you know not able to play due right. to an injury, right? Right. So I think that there was already some kind of thing that was going on to where they were already concerned about him, and they're trying to like phase him out, and then this happened. So tragic situation because I think that. I want to believe that Miller's a good kid. I want to believe that he really didn't know. And but you know what? None of that matters because Jamia Harris's family is right. Right. The, the way that you're handling this is just it's just unimaginable that this is the response. At the yeah. very least, I feel like Alabama should have said, like, hey, look, man, we support you. Uh, we believe you. But as right now, we we can't we can't have you out there. In, until we get more information about this, it's just it just doesn't look right. It just doesn't feel right. And I think that Alabama winning and having a star player uh, it forced them into a bad decision. And and also they're they're kind of um, I don't want to say hiding, but they are peeking behind the idea that they they are letting because it's a criminal case. 
they aren't investigating. They're letting the criminal courts investigate the case, which is wrong too, because this involves your players. You don't have to get in the criminal courts way. You can, you can find out what, what was Miller doing by the time he dropped off miles until the time he came to pick him up. Where was he? What did he do after the shooting started? I, I mean, there's so much that they don't know and they're kind of going, well, we don't know. So, yeah, we don't know. He was very complicit to, you know, to the police. You know, he came forward and he offered all information, made everything available, my phone, my car, all of that type of stuff. So all of that stuff. OK, that's 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 good. Right. You, sh- you should do that. But it's the thought process. There comes a point in time where being young can't be the excuse when it's being young has such the consequences um, that it that it that it has, you know, there. So one of the worst things that can happen, Gladys, what's the worst thing that can happen with the situation outside of um, Harris um, being um, no longer here? What if things come down a row, more information comes out where Brandon Miller actually did play a larger role in this. And now here you are, Alabama. This kid has played eight games since this situation has happened. And just has a nonchalant attitude about it by, okay, go ahead and pat me down. I don't, I don't carry. What, what is that? Well, and I've also heard that Miller blocked the Jeep from getting away. Like his lawyer saying, well, we'll see the tape and the tape will prove that he didn't. And maybe he didn't. But the fact that he was anyway in the car, bringing the gun, I, I, that's what bothers me most is that, at any time, he could have not brought the gun. And Harris, we believe, would still be alive right now. Jimmy right. Harris would still be alive had not the gun been bought, that Miller bought in the car when his friend asked. So it, it, how- feels like, it feels like Brandon Miller is either the most naive <laughs> 19-year-old kid I've ever you know, heard of, or there's something more to the story. And it's that something more to the story which is where people are kind of like, man, this that kid, he should not be playing until they find out everything, yeah. you know. And it, and I understand like he's he's the number one lottery pick, and it's gonna it could hurt his draft stock. That's so not important. That's so not the most important thing right now. You know what I mean? Like he will still go into the NBA if he didn't have anything. If he if it's the process finds out that he had nothing to do except that he bought the gun, and there's nothing Alabama law can do about that. He's still going to go to the NBA, but you're if you're protecting his stature by letting him play, if that's your excuse, I, I think it's a piss poor excuse. I think right. that Alabama should be ashamed of itself for allowing this to happen. Wooshley. What? That's a <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I, it's just it's a sad case, and I, I'm with Jamia Harris's family that this kid. I don't care how good he is. He should not be playing until everyone figures out what happened. Because it's not like it would be different if he was the passenger in the car and the, and he wasn't the one driving the car when the guy said, bring me my gun. That's a whole different story. But he actively, as far as I'm concerned, he actively had a role in her death when he bought the gun. Yeah, it's it's. Oh man, it is that it's it's a tough one. Gator wants to know where you are. I'm in LA. <laughs> where am I at? I'm at work. I'm I'm in the office um specifically. Yeah, that's where I'm at. With the that's snow. He's in LA with the snow. It's Gator. not snowing today. Oh, it's not snowing in LA? But you know, no, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Oh. But I was gonna say this kind of my last little point about this. Um okay. What's disturbing also about the story is that he's played several games since the incident happened, right? And nobody knew about it. So they all they asked I asked the coach about it, and he said, "Yeah, we already knew about that, right?" So he already knew. So obviously the kid, the coach already knows that there's a situation looming with Brandon Miller, and he let him play. The athletic director and the coach still let him play, pending. The investigation from the police. Yeah, it's. I, uh, Gator loves you. 
<laughs> and um yeah snow in la is crazy yeah okay that's i mean there's really no there's really no good that to come of it you know even there's no good to come of it someone's dead you know five-year-old boy doesn't have his mom anymore and probably be i mean i don't know what precipitated Mills to shoot her. I don't know if she was the intended target or he was trying to shoot someone else. He's just a really bad shot. All I know is that the final outcome makes it not good for anyone. Miller, Mills, Davis, Harris, especially her family, Alabama, the way they're handling it. I mean, they they could have handled it so much better, you know, and the way that you handle it, the way you handle it is you offer complete and 100% support to Jamia Harris family. And you're sensitive to that situation. And you make the decision, even though he hasn't been criminally charged, you make the decision that in light of what is going on, we felt that it was in everybody's best interest that we're going to temporarily suspend um, Brandon Miller until more information is made and about this. He didn't case. even have to call it a suspension. He was just going to sit. He's going to sit out. He's going to sit out. He he yeah. understands that this is a volatile situation. He's going to sit out until everything is comes to fruition. And that's all they had to do. And hey, Gator, I didn't do it. You have to thank Jeff. Jeff's the one that got Jay on here. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't know Jay until Jeff got him on here. But thanks. I'll, you know, I'll take the kudos. All right. So um, unless anyone else has any other questions that we can or cannot answer about L.A. Snow or Brandon Miller or Gino Ariema or why my dog is being a dick tonight. Um, I, uh, oh, my God, I think he understood me because he went and laid down after I said that. <laughs> He's so smart. Um, we're going to go to, what did you call it? Quick pick? No. No, just buy, okay. sell, hold, right? So kind of like a little All rapid right. fire. Buy, sell, hold. Have a little fun after that heavy All conversation. Right. You go first. All right. So you guys are going to, this is like the stock market, right? We're going to buy, sell, or hold. The Lakers, my Lakers, are now title contenders. What say uh, you, Gladys? I'm, I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell, sell that one. I'm sorry. Lamar, uh, Lamar. LeBron's out. And for what? How long? They don't even know because he hurt his ankle, foot. And um, they have to win. Don't they have to win out? Or they have to win a, a ton of games. And they're going to ask to do it now without Lamar? Uh, no. Do they have a play-in? Is there a play-in game? Yeah, they don't have to win out, right? But they have to win a good portion of their games to avoid the play-in. So the way that the West is kind of right now in the NBA, like the Lakers are out of the play-in, but they're also like three games out of – fifth place <laughs> as well in the west so i'm going to hold i'm gonna i'm gonna put my homerism to the side i'm gonna hold that stock there because the trade that the lakers made um i think that you just got a sum of parts that just works better to how the lakers can be the best version of themselves where anthony davis is good enough without lebron james to be um, a legitimate uh team when he has the pieces around him, which they do now, right? I thought that that game against Dallas, that was an incredible game, incredible comeback. Jared Vanderbilt, he's flying all over the place. Um, we're losing. We got LeBron. He's going to be out. D'Angelo Russell, um, they're still don't know. He's day-to-day. So if you, if you lose LeBron, but you get D'Angelo Russell back, I think that the Lakers are still in a position to where I do think they're going to make the postseason. And in either way, you get LeBron James rested, you know, into the postseason, he's going to now go be healthy. I think that the Lakers are a formidable team to anybody not named the Phoenix Suns. Um, All right, so how many games do they have to win? Do you know? How many games are left? I think they have 20, 20 if I'm not mistaken. Okay, and they have to win probably 15? If they want to get – if they want to avoid the play, and I would say they got to go about – yeah, I would say probably 15 and five. They're going to lose tomorrow night against okay. the Grizzlies. And how um, long do you think LeBron's going to be out? What is he he's listed as day to day? He's going to, he's going to get another specialist to check his. Another, so 
It's problematic games on the Lakers schedule, right? The Lakers are going to lose tomorrow. They play at Grizzlies okay. tomorrow. Okay. Then they play at Oklahoma City, who plays the Lakers uh, pretty tough. That's a young, feisty team. They'll beat Minnesota. Minnesota's kind of melding it in after, you know, I'm not too worried about Minnesota. They'll beat Golden State. Then they play the Grizzlies <laughs> again. Then Toronto, then New York, then the New Orleans Pelicans. That little stretch of games right there um, is going to be for the Lakers. But the good thing about the Lakers' schedule is that they have a lot of games against teams that they need to kind of run down anyway, right? And so it's going to be kind of like addition by subtraction for them by beating um, those kind of teams. So, all right, I'm I'm still selling. You haven't sold me. I'm still selling. <laughs> I'm selling on that. All right, this one's going to be a little um, hard for you because I know you don't like popular culture that much, but I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. So, and this is not one we discussed um, pre, pre podcast, pre podcast. Um, so buy, sell, or hold that the Marvel universe is done. I'm selling that. <laughs> what? Did you, did you see Quantumanium? Did you have you seen Ant Man? I haven't seen it yet, and I can't wait to see it. My boy, my wife took my boys to see it, and they're like super fired up. They want me to go. They want to go watch it again. I, I love the Marvel universe. Um, yeah, I, I'm selling that. I, I don't think that even the bad movies are still entertaining. I, I'm going to watch them. I'm uh, selling that. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to I'm I'm gonna have to agree. And it if I and buy it, I I think that it's they they've been on a downhill swing since um the Celestial Beings one. Yeah, which should have been so much better. It was so bad, but um. I haven't seen Quantumanium, and I love the character Kang, Kong Kang, was really good in the Loki series. Like, yeah. he was super good in that. But I don't know. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the previews, and it looks really bad. It, it looks like a really, really bad. And there, the, every movie doesn't have to be a good movie, right? There's, there's a yeah, lot it does. of just being entertained. Um, and I think I didn't think it looked entertaining. Your kids liked it. <laughs> I really didn't think it looked entertaining. I mean, the CGI. I I don't know. Um, I I too would like to see the new Daredevil, but I want to see the new. I want to see previews. For, I'm into trailers. Like I, I a trailer will buy or sell me to a movie. I will go to a movie if That's I if the trailer is really good and if the trailer is really bad, I won't go to a movie. I didn't. What's the Will Smith one with the dog? That the he got eaten, like people were biting them and they were turning into Oh, I am legend. Yeah. Like on the trailer, I could tell that the dog died. And I was like, I'm not gonna go see this movie because the dog dies in it, because he was like screaming <laughs> no, you know. So I I am a trailer person. And okay. the trailer for Ant Man awesome I am legend. Really? I always think like, even though the like, dog died. Yeah, if we don't have a zombie apocalypse, I don't want those <laughs> zombies that were in I Am Legend. Those dudes were fast. They're climbing up walls. Like, no, nah, no, nah, give me the slow, dumb zombies, <laughs> not those ones. If we have a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> How do you know if we have a zombie apocalypse that you would have to be I, one of the zombies? Hey, hey, hey I might. <laughs> it's survival of the fittest. <laughs> Because I think if we have a zombie apocalypse, I'm pretty sure it's going to start in L.A. Like, that would be the Probably. one place a zombie apocalypse would start. So, yeah, I'm heading for the mountains. You got to see I Am Legend. I, I, that The zombie apocalypse started in that movie because they found the quote-unquote cure for cancer. And that's what started the whole thing. Did Will Smith find the cure for cancer? Was he like a doctor or something? Yeah, Will Smith's character. Okay. Yeah, he he was a pretty, uh, yeah, he had the a he had dog. The, dies i don't ever yeah. watch a movie in which a dog dies, dies. No, not just a dog i don't care about the people the dog <laughs> dies. i just care about the dog let the people people die every day it's fine we're fine dogs dogs like i legitimately when the dog in independence day remember she was calling him boomer and he like jumps into the thing i'm like yes i can finish watching yeah, yeah. this movie because they saved the dog in the movie. Boomer jumped into the thing. It was the greatest thing ever. But yeah, killing. 
Boomer was good. Yeah, he was. Too. He was Barely like, it's it. coming. I'm going. Like, I'm telling you, dogs are smart. He's like, yeah, no, uh-uh. I don't want any part of this. All right, your turn. Yeah, this was going to be interesting, yeah. right? So buy, sell, hold. Eric Bieniemy made a big mistake leaving Andy Reid for less than a head coaching job. Um, Is he – would he – okay. So if I – Buy it. That means I agree that he made a big mistake. No, I'm yeah. selling because he hasn't. How long has he been with Andy Reid already? And he hasn't got a head coaching job. So I, as much as I hate to say this, I kind of agree with Stephen A. Smith, which no one says ever that Andy Reid <laughs> was probably holding Eric Benemy back. I mean, everyone thought, although like other coordinators with Andy Reid have gotten head coaching. Job. I don't know what it is with Eric Benemy that he hasn't gotten a head coaching job, but I don't think he made a big mistake leaving Andy Reid. I think, you know, he hasn't gotten one with Andy Reid, so why not try something different? We are on opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. Oh, hey, today. I love it. I'm really? buying that. I think I think that, and it's nothing to do with it. I think it's the situation that it's a can't win situation for Eric Bieniemy. It was a can't win if he stayed with Andy Reid because he's not getting the he's not getting the credit for the play calling, even though Andy Reid shouted him out in the Super Bowl. And I also think that it's a mistake to leave because he's going down in talent from the Chiefs to the Washington Commanders. If that offense sputters, and it most likely will, because they don't have a quarterback. If that offense sporters, now it's going to be like, and see, this is why he's not a head coach. This is why he's not a head coach. He's not ready. Um, he he was being protected by Andy Reid all this time, and it just was going to become this self fulfilling prophecy that he was only good with Andy Reid, and unfair to Eric Bieniemy because that would have been what we are saying, what well, what people are saying anyway, regardless whether he leaves or stays. As I just don't think the Commanders are going to be good enough to we're going to look at that and say. Ah, okay. Maybe he can actually coach a little bit. All right. My, I, I guess my theory is the commanders are bad now. Like there's nowhere to go but up. Like if, if they even are nominally better with him than they were without him, he will get the credit because he is specifically stated or they have specifically stated, I will be making the play calls. I will be calling the plays. I will be in control of the offense. So if, they can find. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think Taylor Heineke is that bad of a quarterback. I, I think that he could be serviceable, and if they are slightly better than they were this year, he will get the credit for it. And I don't think that's such a large leap because they weren't really all that great. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think it's a low bar, and I think that he can hit that low bar. Okay, but okay, I mean. True. True, they don't have a quarterback. They just released Carson Wentz, which is good. And they released um they released a corner. They have they're they've released in the last two days na, 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 like eighty one from their salary cap, like eighty one million. So they are setting themselves up for something. They released Wentz, which was like what, twenty six, and they released that cornerback who was like thirty six. Oh, my math is really bad. So that's like sixty six and not eighty. But they are they're dropping dead weight, so to speak. I think like they've been quiet, like everyone's like, oh, the Aaron Rodgers is going to Jets or Derek Carr is going. I think yeah. they're going to make a big push for someone big. And that's why they are getting their salary cap in, in order right now. Okay. But like I said, if Benemy does slightly better, he's gonna be, yeah, I should have had a head coaching job. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, buy, sell, or hold Quinn Snyder, head coach of the Hawks now. Oh, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, yeah, I think, think that I think that I think that he's a good coach. I think that the Hawks have the pieces there. There was a there was a rift. I don't think that the rift was between the Hawks and um, <laughs> I'll forget the guy's name off the top of my head. Who are we talking about? The Hawks coach, right. Okay. Trey Young, okay. right? Uh, and Trey Young. So uh, Quinn can get Trey Young on the same page. We know they got the pieces. Trey Young, uh, John Collins, they got a good team. We're talking about a team that was like in the in the Eastern Finals like 
I think maybe two years mm-hmm. ago, if I'm not mistaken, two or three years ago. The, um, they're still young. Uh, I think that Quinn will help them defensively, uh, which is where the, the Hawks need to kind of focus in a little bit, you know, coming in there. And I just think that they're in a division where, you know, you, you everybody's going to avoid the Celtics for as long as they can in the Bucks, But then after that, it's free fall, right? And I, I think that he can make a, a lot of noise there. And I think that the Hawks are in a good position, you know, for that. So I like it. I like to pick I, up. I can't really answer because I've always had a mad crush on Quinn Snyder. So uh, <laughs> I, it's a biased opinion. I think it, although they had a really outstanding game with that interim coach, like really good game. And then right after that game is when they announced that Quinn Snyder made a deal to go there. But yeah. I like Quinn. I like Quinn. I wanted, I wanted Quinn. I, we talked about this last year. I wanted Quinn for be one of my guys from the Lakers. My problem was that I wanted him <laughs> in season. And I was like, no, come <laughs> you know, I was looking for Yeah. So I, I'm buying that he will make him better. But like I said, it's a, a purely biased opinion. So I, I recuse, I recuse myself yeah. from my own question, which is really sad. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Here we go. Right. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about the man because we you can't have a show without talking about him because that's what he wants. <laughs> Buy, sell, hold. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has played his last game with the Green Bay Packers. I might hit a nerve here with Jamie. No, right here, Kyle. Is that a Browns thing? Or is, that a, is that a Packers logo He's or a Browns Packer. logo? Our there? Browns. Jamie's Browns. Kyle's the Packers guy. I know our, our boy Zach is a Packers fan, right? Where is he at? Buy, sell, hold. Oh, he is. Oh. Aaron Rodgers has played his last game with the Green um, Bay Packers. I am buying that. I don't think the Packers want him. And I don't think that he wants to go out like he like his last game like it was. So I think he will go to another team and play this year. But it will not be the Packers. I think the Packers are happy for some reason now all of a sudden with Jordan Love. And... Um, they have a, a lot of, like Lazard, I think, is a free agent who isn't looking to come back. So um, Cobb's free agent, but I don't think he's going to play anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm buying it. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is, is he re-upping? re-upping? So maybe Aaron Jones, yeah. So maybe Aaron Jones is like, hey, <laughs> Aaron's going to be, you know, I can really be the man. I don't know. Well, a running, back, a running back's got to get yeah. a payday anyway, right? I don't care who's there. I got to get paid because exactly. he's a running back. Really? I'm going to sell it, Gladys. I'm going to sell it. I think that Aaron Rodgers, um, when we look at what has to happen for him to leave Green Bay, has to be via trade, right? Because he's owed a lot of money. He was over $60 million. And I think that because he, because of his character, the way that he just kind of so smug, <laughs> When you're, when you're a team, you're a team like the Jets. First of all, he's going to a ready-made team, right? He wants to go to a ready-made team. So we're talking about a team like the Jets or something like that where, man, they're really close and Aaron Rodgers looks pretty. But at the same time, if you the Jets, do you really want that for the next, you know, two, three? He gave you one year and then you're going to go through this dance every year of am I retiring, am I not retiring, you know, or you know, all of the young players who he's gonna throw them under the bus. And I think that the Jets will be wise to um just admit it. Okay, when Aaron Rodgers is out there like that, we're just gonna lust for a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna unlike the way that that looks per se, but when you get down to is this guy really gonna be what we want to be in our franchise quarterback because they got a young nucleus. Are we going to build with Aaron Rodgers? I'm going to say that the Jets, who are probably the most aggressive ones in pursuing Aaron Rodgers like that, I think that cooler heads are going to prevail and they're going to back out of that and they're not going to pull the trigger on a trade to acquire him for those kind of assets. Unless the Packers hate Aaron Rodgers that much that they let him go for virtually nothing, then I can see that happen, but I don't see that happening. I think that the Rodgers is petty. I think the Packers are petty. And this one's going to be a bitter divorce to the very end. They're going to force Aaron Rodgers to retire because that's how they're going to finally um, win. Okay. I don't think he's going to the Jets. I think he's going to the Raiders. I, I I agree with the with your assessment of the Jets. I don't think he would be a good fit in the Jets at all because he's one of he's not going to come and you know 
like what Pickett and Deontay and uh, and Pickens are out now, like practicing together. Rodgers isn't going to do that, and the Jets need someone like Derek Carr who would do that. They need Derek, they need Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah, but I think that him going to the Raiders, Josh McDaniels, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs said he would take a what is it hometown cut if Rodgers went there if they upgraded Jacobs would stay I think for one year they are built to have Rodgers there okay you're getting some support there uh Jamie's also saying that the uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Raiders yeah Jamie that's it as much as I know that Devontae Adams loved Aaron Rodgers get the feeling that Devonte was happy to get away from him <laughs> well, a little I bit too I, I on a just like on a cosmic level I, I can't see how you think that aaron Rodgers is a really great teammate like i, I just you know what i mean oh yeah he's so horrible. i i could see Devonte going oh that year part was really good but i would like to win some more games and go to the playoffs so any team that's taken in an aaron Rodgers, you got to ask yourself am i aaron Rodgers away from winning the super bowl and if your answer is yes, then okay, then you then you go in and you and you get your guy. So is Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders and Aaron Rodgers away from the Raiders knocking off the Chiefs or holding off the Chargers? Um, and I don't think that that is um, I don't think that that's the uh, truth. Because um, your boy Russell Wilson is going to bring the Denver Broncos back boy. around this year. Hi, and um, <laughs> I think Sean. I don't. I honestly don't think Russell Wilson is going to last a season with Sean Payton. I think that he will be replaced midseason. I don't know by who, but I do think he will be. I don't think, I don't think Payton's going to put up with. I mean, Payton wants to win, and if Wilson plays anywhere near what he did last, Payton will have no qualms sitting him. Uh, you know, Hackett couldn't because you know he was Nathaniel Hackett and he was Russell Wilson. But Sean Payton, yes, he can. And I agree with Jamie. I think I don't know this for a fact, but from what I've seen, I think Rogers is a horrible human being. Like I, horrible yeah, team. I, yeah. Would it be funny if he went like somewhere like in division, like the Vikings or something like that? That would be like no crazy. Way. There's no way the, the Packers going to let him go in division, <laughs> and and I don't blame him. I mean, I wouldn't want him in Steelers. I I wouldn't want Rogers as a Steelers quarterback. I I don't. I mean, there was he showed nothing last year. He's a pretty girl. He's a pretty girl that's just got a bad attitude. I'm like, uh, you know, the looks that's only true. go so far. And he's really not that pretty anymore. Like, so I mean, <laughs> right. he doesn't even have that going for him anymore. All right. Um, my last one. Buy, but I don't. But I told you, okay. Buy some Yeah, but I was thinking that you said you didn't see it. That Brian Cranston. Um, white explaining the MAGA is like the greatest thing that ever happened in like the last 10 days. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to buy it just because you said <laughs> white explaining right there. I had a, I had a feminist friend hit me one time with the, you're mansplaining <laughs> to me. <laughs> I've never told someone there, but I don't think anyone's ever tried to mansplain something, but I, I'm not really sure. I've never told anyone they were mansplaining something to me. Because I've never had that happen, I don't think. Okay. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy anybody educating people about that horrible slogan, not to be political or things like that, but that slogan was was very um, intentionally calculated, making America great again, um, just kind of like we were talking about pre-show. Um, to say making America great again assumes that America was great. And I would imagine for some people it has been. <laughs> Um, but for a lot of people, just say it. People, it for it some people been. whose skin is white, it has been great sometimes, but for those <laughs> whose skin has a little color to it, it hasn't really been great again. I mean, we can't, we can't even, we can't even get states to, you know, acknowledge, you know, teaching <laughs> slavery and, you know, in, in curriculum. And we have to call it something that it's not, which is critical uh, race theory and all that type of stuff. And just, it's just not. It's not. So I feel like the slogan came in, regardless of what you may have think about, you know, President Obama and, and his time there. And even even, you know, just kind of be like, yeah, you know, it, there's some stuff there, you know, but that's right. every president. Right. There's some good. There's some bad. There's some ugly. 
you know, that's there. Just even that, though, the slogan came, it, it, it just it just rubbed me the wrong way from a very, it's like, it's so crazy, Gladys, like, I see, I see a raised Toyota four by four with an American flag and a MAGA hat in the in the dashboard. I'm running the other way. I'm like, this is not good for me. <laughs> you know what? Until you until we talked about it, this I never thought of it as reactionary to specifically the Obama administration. But I guess it does make sense because it came in right after the Obama administration. Um, yeah. yeah, I always just thought about it as okay. When was America great for every every race, color, and creed Everybody. that yeah. inhabits its borders? That there was not a time. So when you're making America great again, what exactly are you talking about? When exactly right. is this period? Should I be so happy that America was great? I, I don't. Even as a female, I, I mean, no, you, you know, it's not even just race based; it's gender too. When was America great? Gender, yeah. And you know, I yeah, okay, you're a good. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you even got you got like yeah. Native Americans like that. Hold my beer. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, it's like, come on now, come on. Kyrie Kyrie Irving got me. Kyrie Irving got me like hesitant <laughs> yeah. to like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like, man, I just want to have a meal, man. I just want to eat. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've always liked Brian Cranston. He's a really great actor, I think, but I love him now. It's now. It's on it. Yeah, had to be it, done, it had, right? It had to be done. One, one more. more. All right. Lamar Jackson will finish his career with the Baltimore Ravens by hoarder sale. Ooh. I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold on that. I haven't hold yet. I'm going to hold on because I, I they're going to franchise and tag him. They're going to franchise tag him this year. And that's going to piss him off. And I think Lamar Jackson is yeah. just that different kind of dude that he will like not play. Like he'll just say, you know what? I've made enough money. Football's done. I'm done with football. If he can't play where he wants to play. <laughs> and you know, he doesn't want to play on the franchise tag. And, and yeah. I think, and this is like Jamie's team fault. Everyone hates Cleveland. Like that Deshaun Watson guaranteed deal has just messed up yeah. everyone's he reset it the has. It's market. messed up everyone, <laughs> everyone, everywhere. And fourteen ninety two. was great. <laughs> facts. That is facts. facts. So I, I think that I don't think Lamar is going to play for Baltimore. But being as, and I don't think he's going to play at all. What happens? So if he doesn't play on the franchise tag this year, that makes him a free agent again. Or does I don't understand? They can franchise. I think they can franchise. I don't know the franchise. I think they can do it twice. But I think that that's why I'm gonna oh. sell there, because I, okay. I I think they are okay. gonna franchise him. I think that he's not in it for money. He's in it for the right. guaranteed money. And I think that that's the ultimate sign of disrespect to him where they're not going to pay him. And I think that that's going to permanently fracture that relationship and beyond I, repair. I don't know who I was talking with this about, but Lamar represents himself. And so yeah. I, and I, kudos to him for doing so, but it's personal when you represent yourself, like an agent's not going to take it personally. You know what I mean? Like Lamar adjacent will take it personally, but you're negotiating with these people and they're telling you you're not worth guaranteed money, but yet Deshaun Watson was, that's He's going to take it personally. Right. I mean, I would, and I don't blame him that he does. So yeah, I don't think he'll play if they franchise tag him. I don't think he'll play on a franchise tag. I think he is that dude that would go, eh, I don't need this game. You know what? I don't need to play. I'll, I'll go and watch U of L play all season or whatever. So yeah, I totally agree with that. All right. Um, awesome. I think I think I like I like Jay's buy, sell, and hold. I think we have to do this every week now, Jay. <laughs> yeah, fun, huh? Yeah, it was much fun as you always are. I appreciate you so much, sir, for being here. I appreciate you too, Jamie. Even though you're a Cleveland Browns fan, and I appreciate you, Gator. I don't I don't know whose Gators team is actually. Um, for chiming in on the talk on the message um yeah. the show um next week it'll be kyle's uh, press coverage show 
which would be, I think, an hour earlier than what we do. And he always has great guests on Tuesday, this Tuesday, to be speak on it with Danny and Dee, who we know are music connoisseurs, but they are so much more. They are a sports connoisseurs, too. Wednesday is the Armchair Show, which is the OG show with uh, Ryan C. and Jeff L., the OGs for the Going for Two Network. And then Thursday, oh, it's actually me again. <laughs> but when it's not me, it's the Dynasty Gambit with Gator, Kyle, and um, Crusader Creator, who I don't know who that is, actually. But um, this Thursday, it will be me and my sister and Chef David, and we will be mock-drafting serial killers, both fiction and nonfiction, <laughs> which is really we weirding oh, my well. sister out a bunch right now. So, um, and it'd be at seven o'clock going for two network, join us if you can. And then next Monday, like I said, it's press coverage. And then the Monday after that will be Jay and I, again, we appreciate everyone who has listened and who will be listening in the future. Thank you guys for joining us. Jay is not available anywhere. Are you, do you Facebook, right? 727 J bank on the on Twitters. The Twitters. <laughs> me up. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, that, that Twitter thing there. That's, that's and um, uh, you can hit me up at Gladys L. Tyler. Again, um, going for two. If you need any kind of sports info, just go to Going for Two Network. We're also on Discord. Um, I'm not on Discord, but don't tell Jeff that. And um, I can't, there's so much noise on Discord. People are talking like about trades and everything and like Dynasty. And I'm like, ah, I don't understand. And also remember, also play sports. If you're betting, go to Underdog, going for two, GF2. You get a $100 matching promo. If you just put the GF2 logo in, you can play the NBA, you can play the NHL, you can play the golf, you can play the best ball, which I'm doing now. Way early best ball in the B-League's best ball thing, and I have no idea what's happening. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye, Jamie. Bye, Gator. Bye, Jay. <laughs>